Greetings, football family. Welcome to Ball Chat Podcast, where we review the week, some of the week's major news in the world of football. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Benton, along with the rest of the Ball Chat family. Come on, Junior Wagwan family. How are you guys doing? I'm good, you know. I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Junior Wagwan, Brechen. I need VAR to be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is my mood today. I need VAR everywhere. Why? So you need? Do you need VAR in the Concacaf World Cup qualifiers, Junior? <laughs> Depends on Hector. If Hector started as I said about no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so football lovers, ball chat podcast about reviewing some of the week's major news in the world of football. We're going to discuss, it's all about international football at the start of the show. We'll discuss um, Jamaica Reggae Boys uh, game against U.S. Get your final thoughts on that game. We'll also discuss detailed deep dive into the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers and officially pick our group winners and um, teams that are going through. We'll also remind football family how the format is for CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. We'll discuss um, Cristiano Ronaldo getting cheated out of a goal in UEFA World Cup qualifier against Serbia. And we'll have Yard Ballers and Women's Football Report. Kicking it off, if you're on the Flow Sports YouTube page, our Ball Chat Facebook page, our Ball Chat YouTube page, or join us on Twitter, you can take part in the show, join in, take part in the live and fun discussion. Um, big thoughts and big takeaway, football family. Your thoughts on CONCACAF CAF World Cup qualifiers. Come on, um, Gusenik and Carousel and Curacao looks like a special, special team. Your thoughts? Yeah, but I mean, we are always complaining about the, the imported players for our side. Check out Curacao side. Um, it was an, I mean, not everything, not every game is going to be Premier League or World Cup quality kind of football, but it was enjoyable. It wasn't just kick the ball down the road and then run and, and catch it. It was a, a good enough game. And I think Curacao will actually um, go a long way because they brought in the pieces that they will need to make the team successful. All right. So, Junior, your thoughts on um, Suriname is another team that I will get to. Our, let's just go ahead and highlight the major re- results, uh, the most recent date. Turks and Caicos, my team, my my brethren, Andrew Edwards and Omar Edwards, Shavar Thomas, the entire Jamaican crew and Kirk, Turks and Caicos took a beating from Nicaragua. They got 7-0. Um, Anguilla picked up six. Junior, your early thoughts on these games that are that are that are taking place in CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. Road to Qatar 2022. Um, I don't want to sound mean, but it it is. <laughs> It is the status quo. I mean, I <laughs> traditionally I don't see any surprises because anybody that knows Curacao know that they always have that, that Nicaragua. Nicaragua always have some talent playing in at this level. Now when it went back then when you had the semifinal round, right before you had the semifinal round, you had the qualifiers, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, this was where we got to start. The, the, the disparity in quality amongst the teams that are trying to come up. Um, so to me, there isn't any, there isn't much surprises other than I echo what someone said before, it used to look like high school football. Now we see teams actually trying to play to some form of a 
some form of a role, some, some, some form of a style, which only speaks to CONCACAF getting better. Yes, big, and, and maybe that's down to your liking of your big league, the Nations League. I know I was not a fan of it in the early days, but it's, it's definitely is helping the minnows, so-called air quote minnows, rise and, and get some football, even though a lot of these teams haven't played football in over a year or so, or look close to a year. Um, let's go through the groups in CONCACAF. We're going to formally predict um, our group winners. Just to remind football family, the way CONCACAF World Cup qualifier is laying out for 2022. Analysis that I just made. Yeah. <laughs> I said <laughs> No, but um, El Salvador's odds are favorite. I give El Salvador a nod, but it is so unpredictable with COVID protocols. We're, not, we're in such a different time. You don't have fans in the stand. Well, as much. Okay. Anything can happen. But El Salvador's odds are favorite, but don't sleep on Antigua. Okay. And come on, just to repeat, since the audio may have not gone through <laughs> with your prediction, officially you have El Salvador, right? Come on. Yeah, I do have El Salvador. Um, Antigua is probably the second um, favorite for this team. But as we said, don't count up Montserrat because okay. they held Antigua to a draw. And so, and moving over to Group B, you have Suriname and Canada uh, sitting on the Suriname sitting on top. Uh, Suriname has definitely imported or brought in a lot of players playing in the European leagues. Uh, is Canada the favorite to win this game? Yes, I mean, like you can, Canada, you cannot say Canada isn't, you know, is in the favorite. Um, but as you said, Suriname. Is also a team that you can't sleep on. Bermuda speak in a one goal versus Canada. Kinda of make me kinda of wonder a little bit about them, a little bit shaky. Um, but you know, I think Suriname um is, is a second favorite. I think Suriname will kinda of make it a little bit interesting, but Canada for, for sure would be the, the favorite. It would be it would be awful if Canada did not survive this game. Okay, it would be it would be awful. Canada defeated Bermuda. Junior, you quickly your prediction on Group B. I think Suriname will make it. You think Suriname will, will defeat uh, defeat Canada <laughs> and make it into the final round of Concacaf? Alfonso Davis and company are here, but I think Suriname is going to make it. Really. Um, Canada defeated Bermuda. They look pretty good, but of course, we cannot judge them based on the game against Bermuda. All right, quickly, look, let's look at Group C and D. Um, group C and D, Guatemala and Curacao. This is potentially could be the group of death. Gusinic, the big coach of Curacao. Um, does Gusinic uh, take Curacao into the, into the next round of, uh, of CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers for World Family? I think so. I think Curacao is the favorite, but at the same time, you can't discount Guatemala because Cuba wasn't really a bad team, you know. If you watch the game, Guatemala beat them, British Virgin Island, in Pia Pia. Um, they beat them three zero as well. So I would say Curacao will go through, but it's going to be a challenge from Guatemala. Okay, so Junior, come on, is picking the European coach, um, Gustinic, former of Chelsea fame, big man for Chelsea, uh, you know, in his time, and a legendary coach in the space. Curacao, he's leading Curacao, Gustinic. Who you've got in Group C, Junior? I'm carrying Curacao too, because at this point, 
coaching makes a difference. Okay. Preparation makes a difference. Experience makes a difference. And and, and, and of you all are siding with our football family member, Des Morris, who joined us a few weeks ago, former um, St. Vincent stander. None of you is giving St. Vincent any love here. Yeah, get five love. <laughs> <laughs> Des Morris, yo, you know, you know we love and respect the work that you're doing. But you need to send the product on to St. Vincent because the first touch is just... Horrible. <laughs> I to do the five love them again. All the love them need. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and what about Group D? So Panama is currently leading Dominica 1-0. Uh, Dominica Republic um, is sitting on top of the group. Panama. I think, this, I think this would be. I think this would be the group I did, Julian. Um, yes. Benton. Really? I think it is because seriously, Dominican Republic. Um, you know, don't sleep on them. Um, but at the same time, Panama is always one of the top teams out there. So, you know, for, for Dominica Republic to be leading Panama in the group now, it it speaks, it, it, it even though the quality of play or the, the opponents for Dominican Republic was a little bit, you know, questionable. Um, but, you know, I think I think this is the group I did. Because Panama only beat Barbados by one goal. Yeah. But dominant team like Panama, you guys see them without bug of Barbados, but they actually did not. So, you know, Dominican Republic beat up Anguilla 6-0. So, it, 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 this, I think this is the group I did. I think it's going to be hard for Panama to advance from this group. If them slip, I think they'll slide. And Panama has, has a history of playing down to its competition. I, I think Barbados with Russell Latapi at the coach, the general Russell Latapi leading them was very unlucky in the game against um, Panama. They lost that game 1-0. Panama scoring in what? The 86th minute to eke out that victory. Juna, your, your prediction on Group D, do you think Panama will make it to this, to this next round? Yeah. Okay. It's a, yeah. it's a formality. All right. Wrapping up with Groups E and F in CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. We're getting our predictions in um, Nicaragua. Uh, and Haiti is sitting in Group E. Um, those are the two favorites for Group E. St. Lucia is officially out. Um, we'll talk about this fiasco. Give us an overview, come on quickly, on what's going on with St. Lucia. The players were demonstrating uh, on Tuesday for the president, Lyndon Cooper, Lyndon Cooper to be out. It's official. St. Lucia is, is, is withdrawn from or withdrew from the tournament. I hope they don't get any punishment by FIFA or CONCACAF? You know, they, actually, they should. I think the Football Federation should. Because if you follow the, the, the news and you, you follow the story, um, the, 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 the Ministry of Sport, the government, they were not told about this decision. So it's just like, um, it's just like JFF rejoined Jamaica without telling Ministry of Sport are the government about it. So they were not talking to each other. And I think they were talking about the, the problem was the logistics. Yeah. And um, the government is saying that that's, it shouldn't be because they made provision for other teams, even the netballers, to get their COVID test, to get their vaccination, to have a place to train. So the, the, the excuse about not getting anything cleared by the government is actually not true based on what the government is saying. So it's like the Football Federation decided to make their own decision 
They didn't talk to anybody else and just withdraw the St. Lucian um, players. And the St. Lucian players are really, really upset about it. That's yeah, why they protested. We're still waiting for something from St. Lucia. Uh, they haven't officially, I haven't seen a statement from them. Uh, Junior, you were saying something? Um, I don't. Why yeah. does it even matter if St. Lucia withdraw or not? I mean, they oh. end up at the bottom of the group anyway. And in this pandemic, I mean, why risk the health and safety of your players and your team? Yeah, but um, you know how we the copycat world and, and, and when something happens, somebody's kind of set an example. I look at what happened there and worry about Jamaica in the, in the final round because you don't know what the players are going, how the players are going to react. And when there's something that happened where players talk out against the federation, against the organization, and we see what happened with Jamaica recently, I am just hoping it doesn't carry over. Okay. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. You're hoping no. that that one, yeah, but... I hope so too. Quick prediction from Group uh, Group E regarding this qualifi- uh, CONCACAF qualifiers. Nicaragua, Haiti. Haiti looked a bit labored against Belize. They won against Belize. Quick prediction. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. And not Haiti. No. Nicaragua, even though they... Even, let us take away Turks and Caicos. No disrespect to you, Coach Edwards <laughs> and Shavar. No disrespect to you, Erhan. <laughs> But Nicaragua tends to give, they give trouble. Remember, they gave Jamaica that, that, that heart, that problem. You know what I mean? Like, we almost got knocked out. Yeah. Um, so I think Nicaragua is actually good. Haiti have this like, a tendency to, to, to kind of wet the bed when they need to actually move forward. And you're right, they looked out of it, they looked lethargic. Um, that did not look good, and I think Nicaragua will move forward with confidence. After that seven zero trashing, I think the confidence is actually something that they'll build on. So them for me, in a lot of here. And goal difference will play a huge role. So the mere, so whenever Haiti plays Turks and Caicos, they better go in. Send no, for, no, no. Send for the sacrificial lamb. All the friends don't play, play the major role. All Haiti have to do is beat Nicaragua. Oh, all Haiti have to. Yeah, this is true. All Haiti have to. But Nicaragua might park a bus and play for a draw, Junior. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> but hold up, hold up. Yeah. Before we talk about Group F, let me set the reminder and put this claim out there that Barchat Podcast is the number one <laughs> football show in Trinidad. So I hope my fellow... Who was remember that before that talk? All right, <laughs> ah, Trinidad. Let's get to Group F. Big up Trinidad. Um, all the Trinidadian family watching us in the Twin Island Republic. Uh, Trinidad is sitting second, but they beat Guyana pretty easily with all the drama surrounding Trinidadian football and the Soka Warriors' inability to to keep things in house. It was quite easy the way they defeated Guyana. Your thoughts? It was quite easy, but they didn't look good. And Trinidad, we love you. You know, Fenwick, you're my boss. Um, but they never, they never look good doing it. And, and yes, a win is a win, but Trinidad needs to tighten up them belts and kind of fix up them, them folly ground. And it's just goal difference why St. Kitts really 
counterproductive. So, yeah, so Saint Peter's think... played two games, so Trinidad have a next game against Puerto Rico coming up this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, they're actually playing now. They're in the twentieth minute, zero zero. Oh, they're playing. Um, so I do think, I do think that Trinidad will will come out of this group. Did you guys see? Did you guys see that penalty that the Trinidadian player took? I forgot his name. That he tried to. He had three attempts to score the goal, and he didn't score it. We are the number one. <laughs> In Trinidad, what a guy is no, But even Trinidadian football fans are cussing him like Bridgen. How many times are you gonna try and kick the ball and the goal? Junior, your prediction on Group F? I guess you're going with Trinidad. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's it. <laughs> So that's that's it, Junior. You don't think that um, Trinidad? I mean, I mean, who can beat Trinidad out of this group? Sure. No. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, Puerto Rico. <laughs> even though they lost the same kids, I Of course. For a joke aside, Trinidad is way too volatile. That is why this road is going to be as is closer than, than everybody thinks. They are way too volatile. They are they are they are they, are, they at any minute now they can just <clears throat> fall apart. So, and, but I, I yeah I think Trinidad is going to. And big up big up the football family, um, Kelvin Jack apart. Kelvin, is, those are the words of Trinidad of Junior, right? <laughs> Big up the assistant coach for the Soccer Warriors, Kelvin Jack, of joining us on the show. Um, and, and will join us coming up in a, in a show after these playoffs, uh, after these rounds. So the big team so far from you guys' standpoint is... As curious as the, is the team that you guys thought has pretty much been the standout so far? Yes. You guys don't have a problem with with Gusinic coming in and running the ship as Remco joined Can um, former Curacao coach Remco joining Canada staff. You guys don't oh, have hold a problem. Hold a second. Hold oh, 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 a second. Yeah. I don't think you for ask that. You will ask the people of Curacao who will qualify or who will move on to the next round. They don't really care. They really don't care. They want they, they show you that they want to qualify. You know why they show you and how they're showing us? They get this good coach who he's recruiting good players to move the program forward. What kind of problem we must have? <laughs> well said, well said. All right. Um and, and and once again for both family, we're recapping some of the games, the World Cup qualifier games for Qatar 2022. We're gonna get to the Cristiano Ronaldo goal, get to Jamaica's the football discussion here in a second. But quickly, Qatar 2022 will take place November 21st to December 2018, 2022. We have 32 teams. Africa will get five slots, Asia 4.5, Europe gets 13, CONCACAF 3.5. Oceana gets 0.5 and Connorball gets 4.5 space. All right, let's step to this Cristiano Ronaldo goal and the lack of VAR. Your thoughts on the fact that UEFA has delayed the implementation. They've said that it's because of the pandemic, but they really cheated 
uh, CR7 and Portugal a victory against Serbia. Come on. Look here. Messi is my player. The Omega. I don't know. <laughs> but look, on, on a serious note, it's like Kerry and I were arguing back and forth because he's saying that, I, I was saying that the, the air was out of position, but I don't want to tell Kerry same right. But Kerry, you were right. When I looked at it, and you're right, nobody can chase down a long ball, right? Um, so I think it was really unfair because it even it, not, it was more than it was more than five inches across the line. It was clearly across the line. But then we have the, the benefit of having replay, so they don't have it. So they really need it. And the thing that it I, and I understand why Ronaldo was upset, right? So they, so they were um, leading 2-1, right? Last yeah. of the game, they never get the goal. Fine. But they had the opportunity to win, to go ahead with 3-2 instead of, you know, getting only a point. So I understand his frustration, and I think it was really, really unfair. And I think because this happened to one of them stars, Look how quick them going to address this. That they can't go on like Yeah, they, so they, I envision they probably will put it in, right? I mean, they have to. I mean, I mean they have to. You have the, one of the best players in the world cheated out of a goal that could have given his team, his, his country, his team, the, the three points. So, I mean, yes, they have to address it. And, and, I, think, and I think Portugal already wrote um, to, to them. Portugal already talked about it. They already sent in their, their grievance and I think it should be looked at because that was clear, Rappu. That That's not going to happen. They're not, they're not going to make a change this World Cup cycle. It won't. That, that's a next World Cup cycle change if they make it at all. Okay. And I'm sorry, come on. You are a referee. I big up to all the referees I know out there. That linesman won three bucks. And if you look at the video, the linesman was running back. If you look at the video, he was by the goal line. But he did not want to make that call. I, I'm, I'm just going to say, and, and it's unfortunate, but it is football. We see England in the World Cup when the ball was clearly over the line. I think it was the, the Lampard long shot. I don't remember who they were playing in the, the World Argentina, Cup. Argentina, I think. And it, ca- it cost them, there was the Argentina, but it cost them... Um, a trip to the second round. Okay. And nothing happened right after that. They don't they just say, oh, sour grapes, live with it. Oh, the shot that... Okay, okay. I, I think Ronaldo's, Ronaldo was more frustrated with Portugal performance than, than not getting a goal. It's like the icing on the cake. Like the, the, the feather that brought the camels back because yeah. they needed an own goal to win the last game. And then now you're coming back in now and struggling. It's almost like there's a cloud over the team. I don't know what is going on. Ronaldo is probably getting old. And this is just his reaction right now as an older baller. But I don't think... Put it this way. Ronaldo was one of the biggest stars in world football. He's still regarded as a big star in world football out of respect. Messi is still regarded as as a big star out of respect. But if anything happened to them right now... I don't think FIFA going to say, oh my God, we have a change this right now. Are you, they won't say that. If it was Mbappe, if it was Haaland, we'd be having a different conversation. But no. Yeah. I, I, I disagree. I mean, I completely disagree with Junior. Not even a little bit, but I only <laughs> but, but disagree. I think they'll fix it because 
it happened already, happened again one, on, on to one of the biggest stars. And number two, two things can be true. He was frustrated with Portugal's um, lack of, of performance. And then he was also frustrated with the referee and the referee's assistant for, for missing that big goal. So two things can be true. Um, they, they didn't, as a, you're right, they never look all that great. Um, you know, they looked a little bit shaky, but they have to fix it. I remember, you know, at first everybody complained, oh, we don't want VAR, it will take away from the game. This is what these things are for. All right, then, forget VAR. Want to go online technology? Yeah. Want yeah. to do watch for your hand? I mean, like, those things, yes, you can miss out an offside or whatever, or a foul or whatever, but for those things, right, where the AR is out of position. You as the referee is out of position because you can't see because the body blocked you from the ball. So you can't see goal line technology. We see it in the English Premier League where it's a matter of inches and to our eyes, we're like, oh my, there's no way that can be a goal. But the referee puzzles his watch and said the ball crossed the line. Mm-hmm. This would have helped. They're not have to bring the money in the boot, Junior, but the goal line technology would be a good thing to have in a tournament of uh, of this magnitude. Yeah. So it, it, it's a poor, and I hope Cristiano Ronaldo is the person who um, makes the change or allows the change to happen. And and UEFA released a statement saying that it's because of to to kind of put in a nutshell, it's because of the pandemic why they weren't able to implement it. So let's see. Um, but quickly. UEFA qualification to Qatar 2022. They have ten groups, but and the group winner, each group winner makes it to the directly to the World Cup. They get thirteen slots, as previously mentioned, and um, the runners up will go off in a playoff playoff um, qualification to get to the uh, to Qatar. But I just want to highlight uh, Group A with Portugal and Serbia. I mean, Portugal should not have any issues winning this group, right? No, they won't. And and this is going to galvanize the team too, in my opinion. This is going to galvanize them. They are they are going to become more focused. And I think Portugal is just too midfield heavy. And you have too much stars from other teams trying to play together. And the big dogs sit on there and say, Yo, I am the king. So no, there shouldn't be any problem. They shouldn't and, and come on. Quick, your thoughts on Group C, and the reason being Italy and Switzerland are both in Group C. The, as again, reminders that the, the, the automatic group winners um, go on to Qatar 2022. Um, who do you think will win this? Italy seems to, have, seems to be getting itself together in terms of uh, playing some decent football. Switzerland plays some decent football too. Okay. I mean, so I, I to me... I think um, Switzerland will actually go through. Okay, okay, all right, and and we won't predict all the European groups. We, we will, you know, we already predicted the Concacaf groups. So before we wrap up international week football, I, I just want to get your thoughts on a pretty hot topic this week before we get to Jamaican football um, and and lay, uh, women's football report. The U.S. team. There's a lot of discussion about. The U.S. team, we of course, they defeated the Reggae Boys uh, 4-1 in Austria. There are those in U.S. football circle who are saying that this team is being earmarked to win 
World Cup 2026, which is stateside. I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Is this, of course, they have Gio Reyna, Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams. It's a young group of players. Is this a bit premature? A bit? <laughs> you know you want to go first? No, your, go first. your assessment. I mean, ultimately, they I have mean, to dream. Mean, listen, listen. Today, they, 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 I mean, U.S. fans are a little bit obnoxious. We know this. And they call Jamaica farmer. Trinidad, them going to say, whatever. But I'm going to call we, my Jamaican team, farmer's team. Not if they're not out of order. This is why I'm going to cheer against them. But aside from that, if they play a better, um, a better team, then we can assess. But they have not really been challenged that much. Even today with Northern Ireland, most of Northern Ireland starters weren't there. I mean, you know, they were playing like but the B team or whatever, and yet it was a 2-1 scoreline. So I just think it's a little bit premature. Leave them alone. Make them beat up them chest. Then beat up them chest too. Um, when they were supposed to play Trinidad to go to the last World Cup. See them excitement. See them around this ballistic is the star. Those are the other take us every every it was the same foolishness, and guess what? Trinidad whooped them, and them never got. Leave them with them to them own thing. But I just think it's a, it's a whole bunch of young babies. And I just think that they're not that great. They think they're, they're that great, but I just don't think that they're that great. All right. Junior, come on, give a, give a, give a mouthful. Your, your thoughts on US, some U.S. soccer fans who are already proclaiming that this team can win the 2026 World Cup. Of course, they're, they're one of the hosts. They don't, they don't have to worry about qualifying. No, you, all right. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest. Any team that hosts the World Cup, Mexico 86, um, no, Mexico was 90. Mexico 90, Italy 86. No, Mexico was 86. No, Mexico 86. Yeah. Who was 90? Um, Italy, I think. 94 was the U.S., right? 94 was the U.S., yes. 98, France. Yes. All the way up. Look at South Africa when they, when they hosted the World Cup. Look, look at, look at um, Korea when they yeah. hosted the yeah, World Cup. Yeah, South Korea, Japan, yeah, in total. All yeah. of these countries that host the World Cup have a boost. They get a boost in, in, um, in, in support, right? Yeah. America overachieved in 1994, yeah. right? It did. And, 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 and they needed... Brazil needed something special to beat them in, this, in what was semifinals or whatever, semifinals, I think. Yeah. America is going to get a boost when they host the 2016 World Cup. This team they have is a damn good team. If they all advance and if they, and if they do progress in their careers as expected, they should do something this coming World Cup, not next World Cup. Yeah. I think that statement is a statement to get um um sponsors on board to get that machine going to where you're creating fortresses in the united states where even italy france brazil are going to play against america when america hosts in the world cup okay. that, is, that, is, that is what that statement is okay. but let me run down this team in 2014 julius cesar michael tiago silva david Luiz, marcelo fernandino paulino oscar hulk neymar fred gabby gold all of these ballers, Gabriel Jesus, 
all of these ballers that were coming up for Brazil in 2014. Brazil was supposed to win the World Cup 2014, take the monkey off of them back from 90s, and get a piece of 7-1 from Germany. Yeah. It's to me, America. Wanna shut up with the mountains. Don't put target on the youth them back if they cannot mentally work with it. You are better off taking the underdog mentality. You are going to get that natural boost. You're going to get it. But don't go to start the rhetoric and make Gio Reina, Christian Pulisic, and them little ballers start believe the hype that they're supposed to win 2026 World Cup. Because that is going to get... You're, you're creating a problem for yourself. Yeah, creating a target. Now, um, and I quickly want... Do they have the right man for this job? Greg Barhalter. He seems to be the, oh. the guy who's driving them right now. Do they have to go out and get one of these fancy managers? With the crop of players they have, it's a very talented squad. Uh, we, of course, they defeated the reggae boys in a friendly. But ultimately, the big metric or the me big measure will be in the World Cup qualifiers starting in September. Do they have the right manager to, to stir this team to, to so-called greatness? You, you, but you want me to tell who Greg Berhalter is? Yeah, who? Greg Berhalter is very similar to, um, to, to my boy, oh, why the name slip me now? Klinsmann. Oh, uh, Jürgen Klinsmann. Klinsmann. Germany. Okay. Germany. Yeah. Remember, Klinsmann changed Germany from this uh, rudimentary, um, metallic type of uh, robotic football. He changed the mentality, but he did not have what it took to take them over the edge. Uh-huh. Needed a law to come in and put them over the top. Berhalter is there as a bridge to get these younger players to play at a certain level. And then you bring in the bigger coach who probably don't exist as yet to come and coach them in 2026. They are going to bring somebody, a big name that we don't know yet, to coach them in 2022, 23, after that World Cup cycle. They are going to bring in a big name coach after you have these professionals learn to be real professionals. Learn. Okay. So at some point, you're going to need to get a World Cup winning manager. Football yeah. family, let's hear what the family is saying on the chat, Junior. We haven't, we haven't checked in with... <laughs> World Cup football is so nice. We haven't checked in. What the family is saying? No, big up, big up Ice, big up Ice King TV and, and big up Borel, DXN and uh, Flow Sports. Also, Herald O'Hean saying USA and England need a coach. McGee U.S. a better chance in a 2026 World Cup than England. Why, Herald, I don't know what you're talking about. Portugal now have a young generation of talented wealth of player players to coach past winnings and with physical defense. Herald, Patwa beat my brother. Um, El Pizzolero, El, El Pizzolero said how VR was not present and... Um, BM said, if the U.S. wins 2026 World Cup, I'll change the name on my birth papers. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me, let me, I'm going to set, can you can set a reminder in your Google calendar? <laughs> I'm setting a reminder in my calendar for 2026. BM, don't go missing, you know. 2026 is just, what, five years from now? Don't go missing. <laughs> So and I, I want to ask a quick question. I mean, the World Cup has been dominated by uh, the winners, that is, has been dominated from Europe and South America. Isn't it about time somebody from, you know, CONCACAF win this thing? And so, so what if it's the U.S.? 
Mexico. We're too, we're too, we're too bad mind for US win. America, we are brain. Mexico. So, but I mean, I, I have no problem if they win it in 2026. I mean, what? Yeah. Oh my God, man. We, we, we couldn't hold them. We, yeah. we couldn't hold them. If them ever win, we could not hold them. And I, you know what? And I disagree with, with, with Juna saying that they're going to bring in a, a bigger, a bigger coach. Um, even though. Greg's brother is leaving the U.S. Soccer um, Federation because <laughs> he was a part of the setup. Um, I think they're going to stick with him if, if they really reach a level of success with all these players. All the players are going overseas to play. They're bringing him back. I think he, if he will continues to win like how he's, he has been winning, I think they're going to stick with him. I mean, why why bring in another Clintman when they can't have a um a Greg? So, oh, come on. You, you, expect, mm -hmm. you expect Greg Berhalter voice to resonate in the locker room for two World Cup cycles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like him. He's an MLS coach. I mean, they know him. Most of the players know him. So, why, listen, the key is to continue winning. Because once he, he stops winning, once the team stops winning, then they're going to rip him apart. But for now... The, the, the marriage, the honeymoon fears, it, a little bit behind us, they're moving into the relationship stage right now. So I think as long as he has, he has been winning, beat up Trinidad, beat up Jamaica, beat up Northern Ireland, beat up Mexico, uh, they'll be okay. And those are meanless games still enough. Friendly matches, them enough. You, you, but you can't tell the fans that. The fans, okay. I mean, like, what are they, ba what are they basing... The, the winning the World Cup. Oh, okay. And okay. then meaningless friendlies to us. I mean, that's what they're using um, as a measuring stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be Trinidad 7, we can Jamaica 4 1, we can Northern Ireland 2 1, we're running on Mexico, we'll be them. You know, they're using that to say, my players, Pulisic, forget that Pulisic is not starting at Chelsea, not scoring at Chelsea, not being a, an integral part of Chelsea Football Club. Forget that. It was all about Pulisic play, all about him. So it's like they, you expect them to show um, this excitement. For us, it's okay because Christian is not performing anywhere else. Yeah. But the USA is, is, is loving him up. You know, he's going to save them, bring them to World Cup. And can we bring Chelsea to a top five? But anyway... Uh, okay. we'll, we'll get to Chelsea and well not even Chelsea we don't have the time for Chelsea today. Ramon 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 say USA can't beat Mexico right now and that is true and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and say this USA will struggle to beat Jamaica's best 11 in a meaningful game on US side they're going to struggle and I am curious to say when Gio Reyna got trouble in from in in in, in got national stadium i am i'm am curious to see how geo reina react when him go mexico go azteca when the mexican man are running now so these are <laughs> things that we don't know how they're going to react we know they are young players we know them talented i am curious to see what go happen to sergio des when they make a big run and one of them wild costa rican come to and clean him up that is what me want to say. He, and a Barcelona this. And a Messi you run with. I am curious to see what, what Pulisic, what going to happen to Pulisic when him kick a one shot and the ball go wide and him drop him head. So before we start a night, this American team, they are talented. A very good, strong, talented team.
But I don't see that striker that is going to cause havoc in CONCACAF right now. Yeah. And I don't see that difference. Yo, yo, as a, yo, as a restaurant Premier League football, you want a man them experience, you know. You get talk about pepper man foot. But come on, come on. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I think the, 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 they're like princesses. You know, they're, they're, they're so, you know, they're, they're in their comfort zone. And I understand what you're saying. Because El Salvador, but the fans are there. I mean, how do you do it do you do you see a desk or a arena as one of those common remember when them throw the glasses from um london donovan and yeah. pick it up and put it on i mean you know would these players be at that level i don't understand what you're saying the national stadium is no fortress with 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 with, with, with nobody not afraid to beat me one time with more than what i tell you say people afraid to come and jamaica come play at the national stadium it's not that anymore but to go to Mexico, go to El Salvador, even Panama, Rati, Costa Rica, I don't know if they can. Even Nicaragua is a little bit challenging. Uh, well, so I, I, I understand I, I, what you're saying. I am not anointing them. I think they're a good enough team. Um, I don't think they're good enough to get rid of because right now they might push Jose out to the side. They might need him. Because as I said, we don't see that striker where we think is is all that. But, you know, good for them. We don't, we don't see that Alexi Lala's type defender yeah. where everybody hit, but is one brother we, we, we know him can stop, stop, stop to step up and play against any. I think that's what they're missing that US steel. That's why I don't think Berhalter are going to coach him in 2026. I think they're going to struggle to qualify for the World Cup. I okay. really do. I think they are a very good team. But playing in Kanker Cup is a different element. And when you have them money now, we're going to leave Germany or leave Dortmund. We're going to leave the confines of Chelsea, leave the confines of London, and then fly, come on, come on, come on, Kingston. And then them money have to go turn on ESC themselves. It's so degrading. It's so like I'm disrespecting a third world country, but I am not. This is the reality that some of these players are going to face. Yeah, and yeah. where's the motivation for them to say, "Yo, I'm going to come and play my best"? Yeah, where? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, the beauty about uh, World Cup qualifiers is, especially in South America, Central America, is what you get when you travel away. And so, for this U.S. team, the real test is when they go on the road, Honduras, um, Costa Rica, those places where Regents of piss get tossed on it at them. So and fans spitting at them so that's the real test they're a talented bunch of players but until they go on the road in those hostile environment and survive well i think it's premature to elevate them to such status before we step away from um international football quickly just pivoting from the u.s what's next for the reggae boys come on um i is there any friendlies? Of course, we lost to the U.S. Is there any friendlies? Coach Tapa Whitmore spoke about he would like to get this group of players back together to paraphrase his statement quickly. Is there anything in the line in the plannings as we get ready for Gold Cup and most importantly, World Cup qualifiers? I have not heard about any other um, thing there, fixtures, any friendlies. But I think Tapa has said in, a, in an interview that he was pleased with the team. Um, he acknowledged that, you know, it was quote, lack of chemistry, the, 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 the training, we only had one training session. And he did say that he would bring back some of the players that played um, in the friendly. So 
haven't heard anything about what's going to happen, like another friend that's coming up, but I think Tapa is okay with his, the group that he has. Yeah, yeah, expand the group. And also one other question, do we know anything about the players? who? There, I think there were a couple of players that tested positive in Austria, if I'm not mistaken. Um, do those players stay in Austria, if, if so? And, and what, is, what is the plan for them to return back to their clubs? You know, you know, JFF is kind of secretive. I haven't heard anything about the players um, who are COVID, but you would think that they, they can't travel, so they would have to actually stay. I mean, when, you, when you're COVID positive, they don't allow you to travel. So, I mean, they must be there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ramon, Ramon is asking, come on, were you impressed by the English boys versus USA? I know you're going to that question, probably, but just, just putting it out there that Ramon is asking that question. Yeah, go ahead, come on. Uh, for some players, I mean, as a team, at some point, we kind of look disjointed. But as, as I said, we can't really base it off one game and one training session, right? So we definitely saw individual talent. Um, you know, we said Palmer was good. Um, Lowe was good. Um, Pinnock was good. Um, um, what's his name? Um, Tilt. I think his name was. I wasn't sold on on Curtis Tilt. I think his name is. I wasn't really sold on him. I think that we have um, defensive players that actually look better than him. So I, I'm not sure about that. But I mean, you know, if we bring our little pieces that we know can gel and really boost the team, because I think one of the other things too, there was this lack of urgency in the game. I mean, they weren't you know, as spirited as we thought they should be or could be. But then again, that could be from the traveling and whatever. But they were okay. And we can't really judge them on this. So maybe the next game when them play, you know, a good enough opponent, not, not Trinidad or, you know, Cayman or whatever, a good enough opponent like Panama or Costa Rica, then we can have um a little bit more to say about them. But to me, they were okay. Ramon said, I know Camon is not really a fan of some of them, LOL. But um, now is the time for me to put a plug out there that also, remember people, we had, I would deem it a successful post-game live show after the Jamaica versus the US game last week on Thursday. So what we're going to do moving forward is we're going to introduce probably a watch-along in the Gold Cup for each World Cup, uh, for each World Cup game and each World Cup qualifiers. So let me put my sugar night out there again. If you're tired of the U.S. commentators disrespecting your team, disrespecting your country, disrespecting your federation, watch the game, but turn on Ball Chat live on whichever stream that you're watching on, and we will be doing our expert commentary with you along with the game, and we all will watch it like a big happy family. So look out for that. We're going to watch along and have a post-game for the World Cup and World Cup qualifiers. Before we get to Women's Football Report and our prediction, I want to quickly get to your thoughts, uh, prediction and preview segment. Uh, I want to quickly get to your thoughts on um, President of the JFF, Michael Ricketts, was in Austria and in an interview with Paul McKinnons of um, The Guardian, Mr. Ricketts said, we, quote, we want the best. This is why they turn into the English talent. Um, your thoughts on this, 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 we want the best statement. And why does Michael Ricketts, president, um, JFF, need to attend this game in Austria? Isn't that for a financially strapped organization, um, money that can be used other places, unless in PMO and where? 
Come on. <laughs> you know, mix me now. PM on we're that's what this now. This, no, but but but, but, but all right. Listen, Ricky, no, Ricky, sorry, Ricky, sorry, Ricky come on. Sorry, Listen. sorry, come on. It's just just to kind of clarify this. We're not go around bush now, straight up your thought. Um we have a financially strapped um JFF organization. Mr. Ricketts and his group, they do and do some wonderful things and some things them not get right. The question is with money being so tight, why do we need the president of the JFF to be in Austria? I mean, does he involve in coaching? Is there a FIFA meeting? What does that involve? What, why does he need to be there? That's the question. But he doesn't have to be there. He wants to be there. It's a difference. Okay. And, 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 but look at it. We know that this is what Ricketts love to do and generally they said to leave ricketts alone <laughs> but look 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 on france look on when look on when the women put him under there you know for all the time i just don't understand we never have the money to pay not the physio the physio we never yes. have the money to pay the players i mean i don't know what listen this is ricketts thing and i guess it's something like that all the jfr presidents because capo used to do it too every year he would go as well. So maybe it maybe not contract, maybe now it is contract that the JFF president needs to go to every meaningless arm friendly just to oversee <laughs> or just to make sure that Tapa don't get in trouble. It, it, it's just so ridiculous. And, and guess what? Everybody should want the best, right? Yes. So I have no problem with him saying that. Um, the JFF is looking for the best. We want the best 11. We don't care where them come from. We don't care if they don't know the national anthem. We don't visit them never got Jamaica before in them life. We, we don't care, right? That's how we see it. We want the best 11. Um, but I don't understand why why Ricky after just insert himself all the time. You know what? We should be happy as wicked and not wind. Can we more in a giant church? Okay. You guys are not here. And, and Junior, sorry, before you chime in quickly, what, I, just to probably clear, clarify, Junior, before you chime in, it's not just my uh, President Ricketts, but previous uh, JFF President, why we keep wasting money um, with an entourage and people who don't need forbidden? I go ahead, Junior. Sorry. No, you guys are not being fair. The the thing is, they need you need representatives of the other federation to travel with the team to attract better players. So we we if 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 Ricketts are at GFF delegation wasn't there, we'll answer all GFF hide for the for the beat in America get Jamaica. That 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 would have been the rhetoric, not probably not from us, but by some people. So Ricketts and company is in a no-win situation. He can't win because he can't win for trying, for going there and showing him support. He can't win if he stay back and people say, oh, you're afraid of COVID while you're selling out the money for catch COVID. I ain't not even put... Do not tap in eyes. Do not tap in eyes. No, do not. Let's just hear it, Paul. Let's just hear it, Let's just hear it, but It's with pleasure. Of, of the line of your, your, your argument. Let's hear him out. Go ahead, Junior. We have no idea if Ricketts taking a connecting flight from <laughs> over there to Jamaica. We have no idea. He might be talking to somebody with name Greer in a Germany in a connecting flight. Okay. All right. All right. So, for, so fair enough. So, Junior, 
So, Junior, your, your, your position, uh, it might be a work-related trip or uh, a marketing <laughs> trip. So you're saying uh, you are saying that the JFF president is in, in your opinion seems to be seems to be scouting. Is that what you're saying? I I wouldn't be surprised if that is if that is the goal. Okay. And then no, wait no, and then no, the thing say. Ricketts is going to show his face so we can get what more friendlies um what 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 jersey contract what what is it what you see that's what he's doing it's not working everywhere the reggae boys go Ricketts go what do we have to show for it we don't have a jersey deal what we don't have a jersey deal we're still in the red the players them still complain about, about, about money and guess what happened? I don't even think we give them a, a big say in getting those players. You know who I think over there did the work? The, the, the ex-player them, the West Morgan them, the Maria for them. Those are the players over there telling talking to these to these players. I don't think Ricketts is doing that. Right. And yes, Benton, we always have to say, Ricketts don't need to go everywhere because if we are strapped, you reduce the size of the delegation and save the money yeah that that's um, i mean i'm curious to know <laughs> money kind of tight junior final thoughts uh, final statement junior i mean you didn't you never answer Kamon's question what well, do we get out all of them things yeah what what they, they show that you are serious delegation yeah but you have a deli head of delegation in, in in mr gainer who led the delegation to austria when i saw the list of the names who were leading the delegation um yeah, Mr. Ricketts wasn't included. Yo. Yeah, you hear me? It's a work trip. Yeah, you hear me? It's like how we want JFF for forward. Mr. Ricketts, if you uh, go visit some European country, go visit the European country and tell people like we for move up and go. Uh, not, uh, not, on, not on the JFF dime. Hey, look here. Look, listen to me. I am your cousin, right? Every week I call you to borrow money from you. But on a Saturday, a Saturday evening, because I'm get here on a Friday. So may I, may I call you from Thursday night for borrow the money from your week time. Come Saturday night, you see me go on from Facebook or Instagram live. I light fire and I throw NSC. Because I empty NSC in the fire. Next week, I call you again, ask for the money again. What do you say to me? You know what you will have been cheaper for do? Tell you for forward with me, come over, drink some NEC. <laughs> Mr. Ricketts, berate it. Yo, don't put someone's passport and your passport now, stamp up. I'll to some people. Fly, go over there, go eat out. What, what, what do you eat over there? Haggis and Shepherd's Fire and them thing there. You know why I hear about the experience. You want experience. Yo, I sided Ricketts. Mr. Ricketts, <laughs> come on with them. Me, hey. Then you can't let them Ricketts, then Ricketts, then Ricketts and company cannot complain about um not having the money to pay the players then they won't have the fans on their side they won't have the fans to say mr ricketts what you are offering to the players are not reasonable the players are making reasonable demands then you can't ricketts can't get free on him side because you have the money i don't listen we have a complaint and say they think it probably costs one thousand like a million it's not on a box in fly right so imagine 
You ever tell me, say, you can't save that money, put it one side? Come on now, Junior. One last comment, Mental. If I was Ricketts, I would, I would say, yo, Neymar, confirm with your sister for move our birthday party round the little, the little in the international date and hopefully Brazil Carnival roll over that because me like Ricketts, me want experience Brazil Carnival before me check out. So hear me, Jamaica playing two games in Brazil during Brazilian Carnival and Mr. Mr. Ricketts will be there scouting the South American band Jamaicans so he can bring them in. Forward on a Carnival and hug up, hug up near my sister. But the wall away, but the wall away, belly hurting. You're terrible. Hey, just so you know that Kira's the leading Cuba to one. Well, thank you, thank you, Tom Owen, for doing doing the work. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, and, and football family, when I, when I beat Mr. Ricketts because of something that's been done by his predecessor, but at the same time, what we are asked the question about is at the end of the day, we have heard it over and over the organization have no money, they are financially strapped. It's in the red. The, the, the account book mark up with peer reading. And ultimately, the delegation is big. Can we tighten our belts a little and, and, and eliminate some of these? Some regions say, wow, we are smart. We are travels. We are travels. All right. Let's get to women's football report quickly before we do our uh, preview and prediction segment and get set up for club football coming down this week. Coach Khadij Fishley, how are you doing, family? I'm good enough. I'm good. Things been going all right. All right. Bless up yourself. Bless up yourself. Before you start, I must attest and admit that Leon look like a bug side. I mean, I don't necessarily think they're going to win anything big this year because the team is centered around Leon ladies that is centered around Renard and ah, this team look done. Your thoughts? I mean, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago. They, they haven't really rebuilt in a significant manner. So they were outplayed last week, outplayed. And it's by the grace of God why they got that penalty and, and, and were able to score. But looking into it, come the, ne the next game is supposed to be pretty interesting because PSG has everything to fight for. And they need to score at least two to go through. So let's see what happens. Yeah, let's get to um, the Women's Champions League as you brought it up. Um, they're playing, so Chelsea played Wolfsburg this week in the um, second leg. That's a doozy. And PSG versus um, Leon. that's also pretty tight. It's a, it, you think the other two ties are pretty much over? Well, I, I don't want to say yes for the Man City-Barcelona game because the Man City that I saw play um, earlier in the week, it's not the Man City I know. So it's, it's three goals and... I don't know. Let's let's see what happens. Something might happen, but it it will be hard because Barcelona pretty much outplayed Man City for the entire for the entire game. At no point in time did you think that Man City would get into it. So let's see if the coach um, changes his game plan and and try and uh, attack Barcelona with some with some effort. Okay, and and big um, striker Hermoso of Barca ladies is the big fancy scorer. Um, Chelsea, quickly, Chelsea's in a tight little match with Wolfsburg. Your, your thoughts? They go to um, Budapest for the second leg. I know I was bringing Chelsea to, to win the, everything, 
but I honestly don't know how we came through that game with a win. Yeah, that 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 was a crazy game to me. We should have been three or four nil down before halftime, but I guess it's testament to the team. They they were resolute in defense and they took their chances because that chance from Sam Kerr that was a very tight angle, yes. and not many would have given her um, would have said that she would have scored that. Yeah, testament to the team, our wastefulness um, for Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg could use um, harder in front of goal the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. If you can't beat them, you buy them off. That is the Chelsea mantra. <laughs> it, it has been successful to us over the last decade, so... Why why mess with a winning formula? Yeah, but me not think so Wolfsburg beating her all this time for the last few years in the Champions League. When that was successful at that last decade. Well well it was successful for the men. Hopefully it works out for us in, for the women. Oh a men football attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's one club, you know. And and I should mention that Roman Abramovich did an interview recently. Yeah. And I appreciate the way he spoke about the women's team. And he said that the women's team is very much a part of the club, and they they stand up for they stand for what uh, they represent. Sorry, what Chelsea stands for, and that he will continue to support the women's team as long as he's owner. And I was, I I appreciate that. Right. Shows again why he's one of the best owners in the business. Okay, all right, Chelsea family. All right, let's get the women's football report and talk about the women's super league. Um, you know what? Chelsea women is sitting at the top of that table. Yeah, we're still still on top. Still on top. The game that everyone should look out for is what's coming in about a month time, and that is the Chelsea-Manchester City game. Because if Manchester City wins, then it's pretty much over for Chelsea. And if Chelsea wins, it's Chelsea's league. And, and I'm looking forward to that game. It's just a month away, so I'm looking forward to it. I should also let you know that the Manchester United women's team made history for being the first women's team to play at Old Trafford, and they were able to grace Old Trafford with a win. You know, something that's that uh, it comes it comes and goes at times for for the men's team, but they were able to to they outplayed West Ham and they were two goals to the good. So why did they play the Manchester derby at Old Trafford and not West Ham? <laughs> <laughs> uh, those those games have already gone. So, but I remember last West Ham season, a beating they, stick. West Ham ladies the beating stick. Actually, you know, they're not usually. Okay. They usually give the top teams a fight, but I don't know this season. I I didn't expect them to be in last place. Okay. Honestly. All right. What else is going on in women's football? What else is going um? Olympic Leones, they're still one point behind PSG in the league, um, trying very hard to 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 retake that lead because no what what French league is sorry, what type of league is it if Leon doesn't win? So that's going on. Um last I remember Roma, which has our own Alison Swaby, is they're, they're, they're on a good run. They beat Juventus recently, and no one gave them a chance to beat Juventus. They played an interesting game between them and Inter, where they came out 4-3 winners with some very good games. And I think I tweeted you guys one of the goals as well. Yes, so, yes. yeah, Alison Swaby is doing well in Roma. But, of course, Juventus is still on top in that league. Barcelona is still on top in Spain. Yeah, 
is is pretty much the same. The league to watch is uh, is a uh, is the WSL. And I should also mention though that with the three 0 win in the week, Bayern Munich is on a twenty five game winning streak. Oh yeah, Um. And quickly, before you go, I, I know... Um, by the way, is there anything else in the Jamaican women's football circle? There's absolutely nothing. There's absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm actually doing um, JFF's job on Twitter because, every, as you see, every time Alison Swaby does something or Bunny does something, I am the one to tweet it out. So there's absolutely nothing going on in, in that corner. Maybe, maybe we should use the plane ticket money on higher, higher in turn. <laughs> probably enough, probably. Um, Get a social media manager. Yeah, but, but I thought I saw a report where um, Bun uh, plays Falas uh, 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 got a contract, Jamaican international reggae girls, to play in Iceland, um, if I'm not mistaken. I, I I haven't okay. seen that anywhere to maybe. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she did. Okay, maybe the yard ball as report will highlight that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to go look into it. So that's another league that I'll have to keep up keep up with. No. Yeah, yeah. All right. I have and, to support it. And before you go football, um, family, we know you normally do the ladies' report, but you're a football fan, you're a coach, and you coach boys and girls prior to the, um, the break, this pandemic issue. Your quick thoughts on the reggae boys versus USA gear. You look at five cents. God, we know that so you're a fan of the <laughs> reggae boys. You look at five cents. Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan because I'm a Jamaican, and I want to see Jamaica do well. Um... We were just played out of the park, but I can't really judge them because our local ballers have not played in, in over a year. Okay. And we're bringing in new players where, and they only had two training sessions. So there was not much to be expected. I don't think that they should have played against the USA. No. Okay. That shouldn't have been the game for us to play because we are nowhere near the USA's level. We should have picked someone that's a bit closer to us. <laughs> In level and try and get this place to gel, but you choose big bad USA, so you get very deducted. So, but I think Junior, Junior mentioned we should have played Kim on our Cuba. <laughs> I've said that for, for the game that announced, and of course, it's a big, bigger PDA. A bigger PDA, Kim on Cuba is not paying US PDA, yeah. but and overall, the... you just think that with time. Oh. And with preparation, we could uh, they could probably mold this team into a very competitive outfit. Definitely, because if we add some of the the, the top players that we have now, like Leon Bailey and, and we carry back in Blake, and then we get those who are we, are we are rumored to get, we have a good chance to make the next World Cup. Okay, but okay. Maybe. That depends on what the JFF decides to do. All right. <laughs> All right, football family, we're going to definitely watch a Wolfsburg um, versus Chelsea ladies game this week, this Wednesday, right? And Yep, and, and, um, at 7 in the morning, Oh, that's, just to let you That's fine, we'll definitely watch it. We, we're going to definitely watch And it's so hard to find coverage of the games here in the States. Um, TV rights seems to be an issue, a blackout of these games. Right. I know, I know, but but I, I forgot to mention that during this week there was a landmark deal announced between Sky Sports and the BBC Sport who have committed to showing the, the WSL games. Um, and that, that deal is worth around 
$1.8 million, pounds, if I'm not mistaken. So that is, is, that is a landmark deal, okay. deal sorry, for the women's game. And that shows that England is moving in the right direction with getting the, the, the coverage. Yeah. And, and, yeah, come on, you were saying something quickly? That's it. I watched the Chelsea game on YouTube. It was okay. live on YouTube. On so you can also YouTube check channel. YouTube to see their teams. Okay. Yeah, definitely. The Chelsea um Chelsea try and uh, and show the games a lot. So it's usually on YouTube or on Facebook or on the Chelsea app. Okay. All right. All right, family. Stay safe. Um until the next women's football report. Good luck to your Chelsea and like me say, I was wrong on Leon. You were right. <laughs> That's why you're the expert. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> All right. All right, bless up. Yeah. All right, football family, let's get to preview and prediction segment. Uh, you know, club football returned this week, and some people skin or scratch them because they miss club football. The big game coming down in, in English Premier League is Leicester City versus Man City and Arsenal versus Liverpool. Quickly, your thoughts on those games. Let me get those um, up for us. Um, and, and just to remind football family of where the leagues are. And um, as we get ready for club football to come um, to return, we have Syria. Inter Milan is sitting at the top in Syria. In La Liga, um, Atletico Madrid is sitting, has you know, a four-point lead. In, in the EPL, of course, Man City. But what's interesting is in the French League, Lille and Paris Saint-Germain are tied on points. So that's an interesting um, layoff land in the French League. It's unusual where you see Lille and, and Paris, they play each other. We'll preview that in a, in a minute. And in the EPL, of course, Man City sitting on the top. Um, all right, let's get to preview and prediction. Uh, Leicester City versus Man City. Man City, 3-1. Man City, 3-1. Junior. Yeah, Man City should win, but but I have I have a I have a hard question though. Yeah. Will all the players be available? Because with COVID protocol, you know somebody's going to come back positive. And and so that that is the curious question. I know that's why South American players, um, South America suspended their World Cup qualifiers because of travel restriction regarding their players, and of course FIFA um, giving clubs the green light to not let players go. So availability of players that may have traveled for World Cup qualifiers is going to be the, a key thing. Right, come on? Yeah. Uh, um, Arsenal versus Liverpool is the next big game in the EPL this Sunday. Um, Arsenal, your thoughts on that game? Arsenal versus Liverpool. <sighs> Boy, that one is rough. Two little butter-butter team. Um, I'm going to give it to Liverpool. Beard is quick, you know, that 2-1 picture over us. <laughs> I, go, I go give it to Arsenal because Arteta had nothing to do for the last week but sit down and play that game in his head consistently for seven, eight days straight. I think Arteta is going to come up with a plan to stifle Liverpool. Well, and, and, Klopp, and Klopp has not done the same. Have enough, have I've never seen Liverpool come out and play different football. <laughs> we okay. come out and play different. And and the next big game, uh, Bayern Munich versus RB Leipzig in, in the German league. Bayern Munich is leading, um, but RB Leipzig sitting in second place. But Bayern Munich, it, it should be the breaks off them, right? 
I don't know about brakes. Um, maybe a spark plug. But yes, <laughs> I think I think Bayern will beat them. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And and the interesting game for me is this PSG versus Lille game. Both teams sitting at the top. Lille has overachieved. I mean, I can see Lil being very physical with PSG in this game and make their life very miserable. I, I think I think PSG will, will will you know what? No. Let let me say it's gonna be a tie. Junior. I can I can't see Mbappé and company just, just being annoyed that they are playing at top of the table clash this late in the season. I beat the living daylights out of Lil. I think PSG is going to send a message. I think Pochettino, one of his skills is getting his team ready to send a message when they when they should win a game. And that's going to happen. I really think so. Yeah, and, and so one of the things that PSG struggled with, they struggled against Monaco, they lost to Monaco when they, Monaco parked a bus against them. I mean, I envision that Lille would probably do the same thing. I mean, you don't expect Lille to do that? If, if, if... Uh-huh. No. no, and and with these games, it's not about it's not about um, technical ability. It's not about preparation. The reality is, those PSG want to win this game. That that's what the game going boil on to. Because they are better. Yeah. And yeah. I think Patch is I think Patch is a coach. He's not Tuchel. Patch knows how to beat a team that he should beat. And with with all the spotlight coming on on this game, motivation is high. Yeah, huge game in the French League because this potentially could be a title decider. Um, both teams sitting on top, tied on points. PSG has a much superior goal difference, of course. Um, quickly, before we get to Yard Baller's report, uh, Peter Boris, another big news that occurred this week. Peter Boris is out. By, uh, uh, Leon Bailey is getting a new manager. Um, you know, Rudy Fowler and company decided to let Peter go. Um your thoughts on this second? Um, I mean, it's nothing new. The team's not performing. They think they need a change. So who they going to get rid of? The players on the pitch? <laughs> the quarter has to go. You know, but they were so, leaving the Bundesliga a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the issue. I mean, you know, they have kind of fallen off. And I think they wanted a change. You know, they want to play Champions League football. I know it's a struggle for them. So, I mean, the, I don't think they didn't win the last game. The uh, last one zero, I think it was. Yeah, they lost. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just time for a change. They saw that it worked for Bayern Munich. So, they're trying. Moving Gladbach is doing the same. They are doing the same thing. So, they have to get a um, a, a, co- a change in the coaching um, staff to allow Bayern to just kind of try to figure something. Yeah. Junior, quickly t- chime in before we get to Yardball's report, and I want to get you, your thoughts on Much and Gladbach quickly before we get to Yardball. Go ahead, Junior. Uh, let me just correct your comment about Liam Bailey. Liam Bailey is going to get a new coach next season anyway. Okay. okay. But apart from that, yeah, Bayer, Levac- you are not Munich. You are Leverkusen. So stop with the foolishness. You are where you are because that's where you deserve to be. You're not, you're not going to be any higher. So let's stop with the foolishness, man. Um, quickly, another quick hit, <laughs> quick point. Much um, and bag is without uh, a coach being uh, um, announced for next season. Xavi Alonso, uh, formerly of Liverpool and, and, and a Real Madrid legend, are great. Uh, 
was was linked to the job according to uh, Fabrizio Romano. Um, and then Xavi Alonso decided to extend his um, Sociedad B contract for another year. Is it weird that Muchen Gladbach can, cannot even attract Xavi Alonso? Not necessarily. I mean, what if he doesn't want to leave? I mean, you know, it's, it's different culture, different everything. What if he's, he does not want to go there? Maybe that is a good enough club, but maybe he just doesn't want to go there. It just it just says something to me that he would rather coach the B side at Sociedad than take on him of of and Gladbach. Yeah. Man, I want to learn a new language. <laughs> Junior, quickly, your, your thoughts. Yardballers, time before we go to Yardballers. You might have asked about a league, we're done already. All right. Yardballers, guys. Junior, I don't have no time for the table. Shabby Lanza, I'm watching Gladbach. Um, come on, Yardballers. Before, before that Trinidad score, so Trinidad is leading Puerto Rico 1-0. For the year actually, we are a soccer warriors. Yeah, but surely, I mean, Trinidad should beat Puerto Rico. They don't even play ball in Puerto Rico. It's baseball. What is small? All right, yard ballers. I'm highlighting Jamaican players playing a trade overseas. Come on. So it's kind of quiet on the, the, the local baller scene. People are in preseason. I just wanted to say that Speedy Williams, Devon Speedy Williams scored a goal in Miami FC's preseason game versus New York Red Bulls. Um, it was a good enough goal, and, you know, Speedy has fit right in. Romeo Parks has scored two goals in two games for Sligo Rovers. The first goal was a nice little banger. So that's why I say Romeo still has it. <laughs> And Imata Romeo is whatever. And then um he should also be in the pool because Tapa can never have enough strikers. Um so our girl Khadija Shah, she made the list at number 31 of the best 50 female footballers in the world. It's it, it's it's a remarkable feat because she has ranked higher than Marta at 35, um, the US Alex Morgan, who's at 38, and even Megan Rapino at 40. So that's an accomplishment. Then baby fierce, our baby fierce killer, our own Jody Brown. Um, she has been named the in the Kazakhstan Youth U20 Women Team of the Year by the International Federation of Football History and Statistics. So big up to Jody. Congrats on the honor. Keep it up. Um, you know you're always representing for us. And Jamaica River girl Dominique Bon. Plaza has interdeal with the Icelandic women's top division club. All right, make a butcher the name. Ben Tanya forgot to help me. No man, you got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it's she she she'll start um she'll report to a new club in the summer. So she just signed um a, a deal. So that was kind of like cool. Um I didn't know that her her um her dad is Polish, so you know. The last, she's a right back. She's 24, and she played in Poland. Um, so she's going to join this new team in the summer. So that's pretty, pretty good. So um, permission has been granted to the Jamaica Premier League for training to commence in a controlled environment. Um, I spoke to two coaches, and they're having some issues because they don't understand what is meant as a controlled <laughs> environment. 
what is a control bubble? How is it being done? So I think nothing has been outlined, and I think coaches and players are actually puzzled by what they think um, we sh they should do. So Minister of Local Government, Desmond McKenzie, he says um, they have the green light to resume training. Um, he's quick to say that this is like a permit for the return of any competition and that training will be monitored on a daily basis by the Office of Disaster Preparedness and Management. So I just don't understand uh, what is going on. We're in the end of March, April. I mean, like, when will the league start? They're talking about um, starting the competition in April, but with the weekend lockdown, with the COVID lockdown, with restrictions, um, put in place by Andrew Holness and you know the JLP. What will happen? I don't think um, that the competition will actually start in April. So it's good that Desmond gave them the green light to train. Um, you know, maybe they'll be a little bit fit for Tapa to pick them when it's World Cup times or whatever. They can earn some money. Um, but green light is only given for training, and they'll watch it, and then they will see what will happen. So on March 25th, the chairman of the Professional Football League, who is Christopher Williams, he said that they're giving themselves six more days. Because remember um, that they had said that there was a deadline, but that they needed to get the information from the government to find out what they need to do to start back the league. Um, he says that they're giving themselves six more days to continue discussions with the local health authorities to see when they will start um, the Premier League. Um, he says that the board took this decision and that they need to, you know, have the discussion so they can find out what the future of the league um, will look like. And they don't have a date, but he says, um, you know, he, he's, he has secured Digicel as a presenting sponsor with a three-year deal worth $200 million. And then Sportsmax will be the broadcast partner for the next three seasons. So, you know, he's working behind the scenes, getting things set up, but we just don't have a start date um, for the Jamaica Premier. So I just think this season is a wash. If somebody can tell us something different, but I just don't think it's going to, it's going to work out. And that's my roundup for Yardballers. Yeah, respect family. I mean, I guess with the new COVID restriction, it's probably hard. So they win for... The, the the government to define the control environment for practice no no i guess because the coaches that i spoke to they're saying that they don't understand what they mean by a controlled environment so you know maybe um they have not gotten clear directives maybe desmond thinks that they understand that everything needs to be um you know sanitized and, and everybody's come together but I think there's nothing formal because if there was something formal, coaches would not, um, you know, be wondering what is it that they actually need to do. Okay, okay, all right. Junior, any final uh, start, thoughts before we step away, family? Um, we were, Mr. Rickett, if you're listening, what does that joke with you, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want anybody to say that. Um, I don't want anybody to say that. Ball chat is trying to suck up or anything, but let me just put it out there again that we are a football family. Ball chat podcast is a football family. We, we, we come on every week. I do remember we were on during the COVID lockdown, we were on the whole year, right? 
We made some changes within the show to accommodate the COVID restrictions. Just to show you how much we care about football and care about the development of football, especially in our country. So tell on a friend, tell on a family members, and I know some people really love football. Join, join the fun. We are on, we are on, on every platform. We, we have audio recordings that goes up and Ball Chat is going to go places. And you guys are part of something very special from early that years from now. You're going to look back and say, I remember when Ball Chat was like a dibby dibby show and blah, blah, blah. Look how them fancy now. So look out for it, people. We'll have a take out. Junior, it sounds like you, you got a text <laughs> message from someone. <laughs> Management Before Junior, um, <laughs> blood pressure go up. Yeah. Puerto Rico equalize. Um, so it's one one. So Puerto Rico equalize with Trinidad. Yeah, give me 30, really? sec 30 seconds of ranting. So my my question is this, because I've talked to a couple of footballers as well. There's no income. I want to know, with all the sponsorship, all the money coming in, is it possible that the Jamaica Premier League could do like a care package to the players, like the like and even even to give them a portion of the salary? Because this what's happening is not their fault, right? So a lot of them are struggling mentally. And physically, they're struggling. So I hope the, the Premier League is actually putting something together to help them. And the JFF can work with the Premier League. Forgive some of the debt them with them have and just use the money and help some of the players them because, trust me, some are really, really struggling. Yes, yes, indeed. And, and, and I think the point that you brought up about maybe start them off on their contract now, pay them half as, I mean, man, have to eat. I want to know. <laughs> Yo. They have to eat and they have their families to take care of. And, of course, their new restriction now being implemented um, by the government as the COVID numbers were getting a bit outrageous. Um, football family, you know, as, as Camon says, Puerto Rico versus Trinidad is tied 1-1. Um, Curacao is leading um, Cuba 2-1. Um, Montserrat is trailing um, El Salvador 1-0. Um, of course, uh, Dominica uh, lost to Panama earlier. Football family, if you're first time joining the show, subscribe to our YouTube platform. Subscribe to our Facebook page. Uh